0: The Bible Study Podcast, episode 758. Today, the Bible Study Podcast concludes the study of the book of Amos. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We get to Amos 9, which is the last chapter in this book of the Minor Prophets. And this one does not end with any better news than the first eight, Israel to be destroyed. Chapter 9. I saw the Lord standing by the altar, and he said, Strike the tops of the pillars so that the thresholds shake. Bring them down on the heads of all the people. Those who are left I will kill with the sword. Not one will get away. None will escape. Though they dig down to the depths below... From there, my hand will take them. Though they climb up to the heavens above, from there I will bring them down. Though they hide themselves on the top of Carmel, there I will hunt them down and seize them. Though they hide from my eyes at the bottom of the sea, there I will command the serpents to bite them. Though they are driven into exile by their enemies, there I will command the sword to slay them. I will keep my eye on them for harm and not for good. The Lord, the God Almighty, he touches the earth and it melts, and all who live in it mourn. The whole land rises like the Nile, then sinks like the river of Egypt. He builds his lofty palace in the heavens and sets its foundation on the earth. He calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out over the face of the land. The Lord is his name. Are not you Israelites the same to me as the Cushites, declares the Lord, did I not bring Israel are from Egypt, the Philistines from Kaphtor, and the Arameans from Kir. Surely the eyes of the sovereign Lord are on the sinful kingdom. I will destroy it from the face of the earth. Yet I will not totally destroy the descendants of Jacob, declares the Lord, for I will give the command, and I will shake the people of Israel among all the nations, as grain is shaken in a sieve, and not a pebble will reach the ground all the sinners among my people will die by the sword all those who say disaster will not overtake or meet us so this is not good news and it was heading this way anyway this is the reason why Amos was sent to the people of Israel is to make sure that they understand that their time for repentance is coming short that their destruction is at hand It hasn't yet happened here in Amos 9. It's still looking forward, so there could still be a chance for them to repent. They are certainly being told this, I believe, so that they would, but they did not. And so all the things that God is saying through Amos in this particular chapter did come true, and those lost ten tribes, as we call them, are gone. They seem to have just disappeared after they were taken away into exile and dispersed and never to be seen again. And for that 5-6 five, five, then of the descendants of Jacob, their story wraps up. It It is about to wrap up. They're about to finish that chapter, that story that started with the sons of of Jacob, that started with Moses taking the people of Israel out of Egypt through the hand of God, that started the, the Dead Sea and Mount Sinai, and all of that is about to wrap up. But God says, I'm not going to end this there. He's preserved for himself a remnant, uh, he's not going to destroy all of the people of uh, all of the descendants of Jacob. And that is a theme here in the Old Testament, that preserving of a remnant, that point where the prophet Elijah thinks he is the only one left, and God says, no, I have preserved a remnant. Those who have not bowed their knees to the Asherah poles, those who haven't bowed to the Baal, the God of the Canaanites. But for most, their time is running out, and God is basically saying, no matter where you go, I'm going to destroy you. Now, it's really easy to read this and say, wow, God sounds really mad, which he is. And it's really easy to say, well, and it's really easy to say, this is unjust. Look at all that God is doing. But of course, God has been sending them prophets now for 500 years, telling them that this day is coming. So I looked at a timeline, a biblical timeline of Old Testament history to try and get a sense for how long from the time that these words were written here in the time of the prophet Amos until the destruction of the northern kingdom, the destruction of Israel, and roughly 50 years or so. And so this isn't even the last of the prophets who will come to them and bring this message. Hosea, which we've studied before, probably came after being one of the last of the prophets to come to the northern kingdom. Isaiah also comes after Amos. And so even though God is talking about the destruction of Israel, it hasn't happened yet. At the time the book ends, there is still hope. If only, if only, if only, if only Israel would change their ways. And God has talked about through the prophet Amos all of the things that are bothering him. Uh, Obviously, we talked about the worship of false gods, but also the lack of justice, uh, which is one of the things that kept coming up as a theme. And, And I thought of the lack of justice because it's one of those interesting things that the more things change, the more they stay the same. As we talk about the rise of authoritarianism, in the world and right now we're living through an invasion of Ukraine by Russia who's ruled by an authoritarian government by by Putin you're talking about the rise of justice for those who are my friends not justice for everyone which is the opposite of what god is calling for in these prophets And it's the same kind of things that happens when justice is perverted is justice only goes then to those who are friends or to those who can give back to the judge, to those who can bribe the judge, or to those who have something to offer. And it doesn't go to those who need it necessarily. And so even today, we still see that lack of justice, that was one of the reasons why Israel here was destroyed. And even our country sometimes, or my country, as I'm writing here as I'm podcasting from the U.S., has been moving in a direction where we're moving to be a more authoritarian-focused country. Um, There are more people who now who like that idea of my people get justice, not everybody gets justice, which is away from what the prophet Amos has been calling for here. Israel's restoration. In that day, I will restore David's fallen shelter. I will repair its broken walls and restore its ruins and will rebuild it as it used to be so that they may possess the remnants of Edom and all the nations that bear my name, declares the Lord, who will do these things. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when the reaper will be overtaken by the plowman and the planter by the one treading grapes. New wine will drip from the mountains and flow from all the hills, and I will bring my people Israel back from exile. They will rebuild the ruined cities and live in them. They will plant vineyards and drink their wine. They will make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant Israel in their own land, never again to be uprooted from the land I have given them says the Lord your God. And so even in this last chapter of Amos, we are left with this word of hope that there would be restoration. And whether that restoration is for those lost 10 tribes, in which case it has not happened yet, or we're talking about the restoration of the people of the lower kingdom of Judah from the Babylonian captivity, which will happen a few hundred years later. Uh, we're not. Sure, I'm not sure which one we're talking about here. But it is very typical then for the prophets to leave us with a word of hope because that's really what the prophets are there for. They're there to tell us that destruction is coming, but that it can be avoided, that there is hope if there is change. And so they're called to be agents of change. And so they look here in the last chapter here of Amos, God looks forward to a day when he can bring his people home. When there is more reaping than destruction. When there is restoration and there is rebuilding. The people of God are called to be builders, not destroyers, and they're called to be in the ministry of reconciliation, as God is in the ministry of reconciliation. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at Podcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hello, hello. Poonice Petway here co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's Word, one verse at a time to explore His will for your life and desire to draw closer to Him? If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search Your Daily Bible Verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's Word.